Oh, why hello there. This is the Trying to Be Grown podcast. Mm-hmm. I am your host, Devonta Carter, and aside from me is my co-host, my esteemed co-host, Mr. Byron Keaton. As I said before, this is the Trying to Be Grown podcast. Wherever you rocking with us, Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, we appreciate you rocking with us. Byron, how was your week, man? It's another week in the books, man. Another week in the books. Bar prep is going well last it's going, week? It's going well. It's going well. I'm trying to think. I'm over, I think over 100, like 120 hours now, so that's good. That's a lot of hours, bro. I couldn't do it. But it's going good. I'm ready to get it over with. Actually start my job. Into the real world, mm-hmm. no yeah. MTV. Oh, boy. Well, I have to. I have to thank y'all. Uh, I put up on my on my Instagram and gave gave a little forum for people to make suggestions and shoot. If you got suggestions, just shoot them to me at any time. But I I asked people for what they wanted to see, and we got a lot of great feedback. So, a small like percentage of not so great feedback, and if. All feedback is good feedback. No, right? I'm talking about just like uh, pe- people making suggestions that, mm, just people making certain suggestions. So we we had a lot of great suggestions. We appreciate y'all for that, and uh, we are going to employ them. We are going to employ them not only in this show because y'all made a bunch of them, but in the shows to come. So we appreciate that. Another thing uh, for those of you that are sick of hearing us talk about oh I don't know sports. Uh, we timestamp everything in the description, so if you want to just skip over some of the some of the particular conversations that don't interest you, we we got that covered. So, uh, Byron, you wanted to start off today with what? I thought you said you had a joke for the people today. So, do you want to start off sure. with the dead I thought, jokes? I thought, I thought you had some jokes for the people today. I have I have a like a endless supply. Of yeah, dead because jokes. you really My arsenal is you really a seventy three year old man trapped in a twenty four year old body. You eat pinto beans, like, voluntarily. Everybody eat pinto beans. No, they got saying, pinto like, beans at Chipotle, you know? No, you cook your own pinto beans. See, I don't cook my own. I just get the little can. Nah, burgers. but that's still... But you make your own. The only thing I do is warm them up. I put it in not, We're getting off topic. You want to start off with a dad joke? I want you to start, you to start it off. All right, bro, but I'm going to... I'll, I'll, I'll start off with it. What's the difference between roast beef and pea soup? What is it, man? Anybody can roast beef, but nobody can pea soup. <laughs> I hate you, bro. It's a good joke, man. It's not a good joke. It is a great joke. That is What's your next? Joke. What's your next best one? Bro, it's the, you got to, if we're going to do no, this, you got to fire him back and yeah, forth. Yeah, no, I, I'll do mine after you finish yours. No, just fire him back and forth, bro. Nope. What is wrong with you? I don't have one dad joke on top. You don't have a single, what's the best joke that you have? It don't have to be a dad joke. What's the best joke that you have? I don't have a joke. I don't have a go-to joke. Do you have any jokes that you know? No, nah, man. I just be watching stand-up comedy every once in a while. So you thought it would be a good idea to start off with this segment and you have nothing to add to it? I just want to hear your dad jokes, be real. I thought you were going to come fire off about six or seven. Now I'm just going to be like, yeah, I ain't got nothing for you today. So how did you think... All right, so I didn't think it was a competition. I thought it was just dad jokes being told. The suggestion said dad joke competition, and that's what I that's what I wrote. So why did you? I think, never said competition when we were right. dad jokes. Okay, man. So we we just gonna sit here and have this awkward segment where I just sit and look at the camera and tell dad jokes. The yeah, time. that's what you want to <laughs> do. That's what I wanted to do. That is exactly what I wanted to do. What's your next best? Oh my god, 
Got any Star Wars dad jokes? Star Wars dad jokes? Yeah. None that I can think of. Me either. Oh, I got a, a lawyerly joke. What did the judge say when the skunk walked in? What's that? Odor in the court. Hey, dude, man, I'm gonna have to kick you out of my house, bro. No. No. It's like order in the court. Get it? Odor. It's stinky. This, these are getting worse by the second. See, this one I don't do dad jokes. Bro, they're funny. They're not funny, man. They're not funny. Did you hear about the guy that lost his whole left side in an accident? What, he was turning right or something? He's all right now. <laughs> These not it, bro. Hmm? These are not it. What's your last one? Let's hear one more. I know you got one weight. What a wa- where do waitresses with one leg work? What? Aha. That's messed up, bro. How? That's messed up, bro. Uh-huh. So thank you for that. Thank you for starting. I thought I thought this was you been, not, and That's about, one of the worst segments we've ever First had. of all, also I know all week you've been looking up and thinking no, about. No, I I know. No, nope. the thing is I have those off the top of my head at any given moment. You've been thinking at about the dad moment. jokes all. I week. swear to you, I have not looked. You can look through all of my history, all of like the website data. I promise you, I have not been looking those up. I have. You've been looking up Amy deck. Schumer and everything. I have dad jokes on deck. That's just that's one of the aspects of me that's because you all there just is. You, you can't wait to be 20 years down the road telling your little nieces and nephews all these dad jokes. I, I like telling little kids dad jokes now because it's fun. And they don't even like it. Some of them do. Yeah, them real dad jokes. Man. Yeah, that's kind of the point. I had something super random I just thought about, but we can go ahead and continue. Okay. Do you remember what you wanted to go to next or did you just... Okay, that's kind of what I figured. I'll just that's go with the flow, man. That's kind of what I figured. So what we were going to get into... Uh, is we had somebody suggest that we talk about paying for dates, mm-hmm. and uh, we are in, you know, we we kind of at a at a ripe young age right now. It's a lot mm-hmm. of people dating, a lot of people that have gotten past the dating phase, but there's a lot of people still dating. So, so what are your thoughts on first date, or just I guess in general, in overall? Oh, well, I guess yeah, dating. You you still go on dates when you're in relationships anyway. Yeah, you're married and all that. Should men always pay for dates? Should men do is a you? Different que- do you? Do I? If yes, pretty much. Also, with you, don't you even pay for like just friends that happen to be women their dates? If you invite them out or anything, just like hey, not even if you invite them out, y'all just have to be somebody the same said, Hey, let's go get lunch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but why is that? Habit. Um, general uh seem to be some technical difficulties behind the camera over there uh but uh we have just general ways of abiding as males right and i understand that a lot of these are are problematic and maybe this is kind of connected to some of those problematic elements but i think like the act of paying in itself is never something that i've kind of taken issue with but i don't like Going out with somebody and not paying—I don't know. I just—I just do it. I just do it. Seems like almost like um, it's not problematic enough for me to stop. Is what is what. Seems like you're trying like assert your dominance on the situation. No, it's not. It's not about dominance. I promise, it's never about dominance because it's just like a. So when 
a female or a woman, same thing, but they try to pay for your dinner. What do you do in those yeah, situations? Like, nah. That's what Not I'm most of the time. Most of the time. Like, it's happened before. It's happened. Like, and you just be like, ah, oh, I can't do it. But why? Why is it? Is it just because of, like, the person I am? Because I'm just hard-headed, stuck in my ways. It's, uh, you know, I, obviously that, that doesn't apply to stuff that, like, matters, matters. But I just think that this is trivial enough that I can continue in this pattern and not really be hurting anybody because I just, I really would rather do it than not do it. But isn't that going to more like stereo, not stereotypes, but like gender norms and things like that? Yeah, of course it does. It seems like J. Cole said it best about pride Pride is the devil. And that's, this, that song don't fits talk perfect. About, don't talk about that album ever again, Byron. That, that seems like you it, disrespected this man, just hey, well, we, we gotta blasphemously. Do not talk about that. How do I disrespect the man? Don't talk about that album. Go ahead. Continue. Pride being the devil. And that's that fits you perfectly, Damani. I don't think that fits me, to be honest, bro. It does. I think that if we're talking about being prideful as a means of, like, maybe as a reason for me not wanting to be paid for, yeah. Yeah, I'll give you that. But me just wanting to... Like, I just, I feel like that's a very easy role for me to play. We don't want to be like, oh, no, I got it. I just like, I'd rather do that than be like, the, oh, thank you. Like, I just, I don't like that. I don't like being that dude. So that's, that's me. I just see it as me and the other woman are both independent individuals. And if she wants to pay this time, I'll pay the next time, go back and forth. I, see, I don't see anything wrong with it. As we're both independent people. Yeah. I just don't see a reason for every single time. I go out if we both have the means to do so that I have to pay every single time if we're both independent. Okay. So let me get let me pose a hypothetical for you. Yeah. So she lives in a society where it's expected that men are going to pay. Every single time? Yeah. You go you go out on a date <laughs> with her, it. y'all go Dutch. Y'all go Dutch. You both pay for your half of the meal. Next thing you know on Twitter the next day you wake up, just went Dutch with broke boy again. I can't believe I keep doing this to myself. What you gonna say? What you gonna say? They ain't got nothing to do with me, man. They ain't got because, nothing to do with you. Because the th- okay, my other thing about it is, I don't think someone should expect you to pay. I think it should be more of a, I'm grateful that you pay for my food or something. It shouldn't be expected of someone to pay for your food. At the end of that, it's how I see. It. Hmm. So you think that, especially say. Say I didn't ask you out and then you asked me out in a day. Because in some of these situations, like, hey, we should go eat somewhere. And then you, it gets set up either maybe like the guy didn't set up the um, date or whatever. And the girl sets up the date. Mm-hmm. This may be the first date ever. And the girl's like, hey, let's, we can go over here and eat. If the guy doesn't, first of all, he didn't ask her on the date. So it doesn't seem like it should be an obligation there. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be expected for the guy to pay in that situation. In every single situation. It should be more of, oh, you paid for my food. Thank you. You didn't have to do that for me. Okay. So let me ask you this. And I, I see your point there. Excuse me. I see your point. So if we look at chivalry as a whole then, does that not apply to everything that we that we are kind of not even necessarily expected to do, but the stuff that we just do, the stuff that we were taught to do growing like what? up? Opening doors. Uh, pulling out a chair for taking a coat, that type of stuff. All the stuff that the Commodore said. A cigarette if she smoke, even help her with a coat. All that, all that stuff. Treat her like a lady. So all of the stuff that you are doing to treat her like a lady, 
does that count? Like, is that is that way the same way when you talk about paying for it? Because if we're just going like totally, there should be no expectations going in. And what what how does what does that look like? Is kind of my question. What does that look like? Mm-hmm. I see. I don't see it as chivalry because chivalry was first of all when all of that was big was a completely different time. But it's kind of been. What are you talking about? It was, when it all was of a that different. Big? It was it, not when it was big. When it was in chivalry was huge in nineteen. When it was when it was invented, it was a completely different time. Okay. Yeah. I don't. I'm. I don't disagree with all stuff. I'm just saying it shouldn't be expected if there's two independent individuals. Just because one person is of one sex, it should not be required that that person pay for something. I, and, I, and that's I what I'm saying. That. I'm saying, but where does the where is the line drawn? So if we're talking about if we're just talking about paying, I see your point. But does that mean that I should not? Try to open the door for another individual, or I should not try to open a car door. I should not pull out a chair for. I shouldn't take a coat. That type of stuff. So where does it stop? It's wherever you want it to stop. See, that's what I'm saying. So if you're talking about it being like, I, I should, don't think any of those things you gotta do. So you just want you just want two people to go out, just non non not expecting nothing out of each other, and just see where it goes. Not all the way, but well, somewhat. Because I, at the thing, what I think of it is, those are not things you have to do. Those are things that people should want to do. And if someone does those things for you, then that's great on them. But okay, you should be grateful. You shouldn't. It shouldn't be required or expected. That's all I'm saying. But if if it's something that you want to do, I don't ever pay for like people out of out of obligation. I don't feel like I've ever done just been like, oh well, I guess I gotta get this bill now because of okay, so or whatever. I just it's something that I don't know if wanting to do. It's just something that I've never minded doing. Okay, I mean that's easy to say. So you go on the first day, she asks you out. Hour and hour and a half day, y'all go to. Not a cheap place, but not a super expensive place. Mm-hmm. She invited you to this place. She chose the place. It's a terrible day. You know you're never talking to this girl again. Are you still going to pay for that day? Because you don't yes. want to in that situation. You don't want to. You In that situation, you would feel obligated to. Based mm-hmm. on, why would you want to? If you don't like the girl, you don't like being there, and you don't like how much money you spend. So what are you wanting to do in that situation? I would feel worse getting paid for. So I'm saying, like, the thing that I want to do. Why can't y'all both pay for your own stuff? Still, I I would feel worse, like, if I, even if I've been brought out and had a terrible time, right? I would feel worse, like, watching that kind of, just that, that interaction play out and end like that than I would just ending it. The way that it would be, a, it would be like a, a small positive in a sea of negatives in that in that sense. If I could just do what I like, not what I'm expected to do, but what I would rather do. Okay. At that instance. Okay. Let me add one more layer to it. Mm-hmm. She out here buying all kind of stuff. Half the stuff. <laughs> she ain't need half the stuff. She done bought some extra dessert. She didn't need. She said, "I'm not gonna take it home." And she done bought some expensive drink, two or three of them, didn't finish none of them. So her bill is, let's say, three times more than yours. And she didn't eat her food? It didn't eat her food. You know it's not going to be another day. You don't like her. You didn't enjoy the time. And she done spent all this. She done ran up a check at a place she chose. 
You know, Vern, of all the questions that you have ever posed on the show, this is the one that's made me think the most. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest. Because in that particular instance, the whole time that she is, like, ordering stuff and not eating it, <laughs> I'm going to be looking at her just thinking, oh, I wish I could knock your head off right now. Because I, I, it's, it's just it's horrible to watch. I hate it when people do that and pay for themselves. Yeah. But if it's on my tab. On your tab. I don't know, bro. I don't know. The you sure paying for it? The short answer is I don't know. Because I, I would pay for it, but I would feel... I don't know which one would feel worse. Because if <laughs> I paid for it, I would feel bad. If she paid for it, I would also feel bad. I don't know which, I don't know which one would feel worse, honestly. I honestly don't know which one would feel worse. That's You got to draw the line somewhere, bro. I agree. And that's that that has like, to be the line right there. That has to be where you draw the line, Demani. That's why I'm testing you on it. You have to draw the line at that point. As, she as done a, ran up a check thinking you're going to pay for her food. And people do this. People out here, they run up a check knowing they don't have to pay for it. And that's, and that's where I see some of the problems. How obvious is it that she's trying to do that? How obvious is it? Well, okay, she not... Well, she just assuming that you're paying for it. So she's like, what, what, what's the best thing you have here? And then they, you know, the restaurant, the waitress or the waiter always say the most expensive thing. Okay, if it's if it's palpable that she is trying to run up a check and thinking that I'm gonna pay for it, then I would get some satisfaction out of saying we're on separate checks. So at that point, I would. If it if she is just genuinely ordering food that she thinks that she would want and she don't want it, then that's that's something different. If I'm just thinking like you. Okay, she ordered the most expensive food. She gets a little appetizer. She Why are you always trying to find like a stupid little space to define? I gave you like all the parameters that you, you need. You, you're not saying it. You, I want you to say it. I'm not paying in this situation. I say, I already said if it if it is intentional, then I would get satisfaction out of saying no. We're on a separate check. Okay, so she done ran it up. See, you keep trying to do oh, it. No, I'm done. Oh, she, yeah. she ran it up and then she go to Twitter talking down on your name. That's fine at that point because she is she broke is boy, like, broke boy. Yeah, that's him. I don't care. They got a picture <laughs> picture of your page. Don't care. Don't care at that point. Because at that point, she has intentionally done it to herself at that point. I just don't see. See, I'll, first dates always. Second dates still, yeah. But I just don't see every single time we're both independent um, adults. Why I always have to pay. That's all I'm saying in my situation. And I, I get that. And it may be like. And I'm, I'm, I, I, can't, I can't say that like in long-term relationships that that's not like something to. Def, definitely something that should be kind of the I should the I always have to pay mentality should kind of move out at yeah. that point. Has it moved out with me? No, not necessarily. But no. I'm saying that guess that's that's something yeah. that I could definitely see. But just as a general practice, bro, no, I won't pay. But that's that's me. But aren't you that's the me. same person that like if someone brings you food, you still like they they brought food out of kindness of their heart. You still have to. It depends on the situation, but sometimes, yeah. Most of the time. 70%. 95%. 60. But anyways, yeah. I just, yeah. That's where I'm at with it. Okay. That's where I'm at with it. Look at you posing questions that I know. make me think. That's a, that's a, that's a once-in-a-lifetime experience for you. Keeps so the crowd I, going. No, I'm just saying that you should savor it. You should definitely no. savor it. Just sit in and, and just... Reflect on that next time that you want to do this. So, do you remember what you wanted to talk about next, sir? I do remember. I want you to start off. Just tell me what it is, so it's I can. It's NIL. 
Look at you. I told you. I remember the first one after I thought about it. Dad okay. jokes threw me off. They were so trash. Anyways, uh, so we have a we're in kind of a transition phase in mm-hmm. college sports because we had a couple of rule changes that. Some that are going into play this year, some that are going into play down the road. I won't get into the specifics, but one big one that is uh, being discussed in a lot of places is the the rules governing the name, image, and likeness. And we know that players are going to be able to profit off of their images in the near future. So just broadly, your thoughts on that. First of all, it's long overdue. It makes no sense whatsoever that a 19, 20-year-old student who's able to bring in $2 million in revenue by himself cannot see any of that money except for money that goes to basically him being able, him or her being able to survive. That makes no sense whatsoever. Saying that, oh, Billy Joe right here can't profit off your name, image, and likeness, but this university that's worth billions and millions of do- millions and billions of dollars, they can profit off your name, image, and likeness all they want. That just makes no sense to me. To allow an institution to um, basically take money off these kids back and that kid not being able to get any percentage or anything with his name that this kid or this young adult has built up through their long years of hard work. It just, it's messed up. That's just my, yeah, my initial take on it. It's a lot, it's a lot involved, but it's messed up. And I agree. Um... There's really no disagreement with anything you said. So just posing the question, um, does this kind of open Pandora's box as regards to who's going to get paid, who's not going to get paid, um, how much people are going to get paid off of certain stuff? And believe I, I think that we agree on this, but I just want you to answer since you got the lawyerly experience. And I know that this is a common question that gets brought up. Yeah, it will to an extent, but why does that matter um, that – there has to be in there will end up being an evaluation of how much students get what compared in comparison to other students because at the end of the day when they value these students they do that with playing time so what's the difference between doing it with playing time and doing it with revenue you can see how much the 2000 yard rusher that you have is bringing in when you see all their engagements on twitter all their engagements on instagram um, different um, sponsorships coming out of the woodwork for this person compared to someone who just happens to be on the team. They may have some still value name, image, and likeness-wise, but you can still value and be able to tell the difference in who's bringing how much money because at the end of the day, they do the same thing with coaches. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt. So why can't they do it with players? It's just you say that there's a Pandora's box and there's a domino effect of all these issues to come, but – those, you have the same issues here now, but you just don't want to address the issues and say, we don't want to address these further issues because there may be more issues to come, but there's already an injustice going on at the same time. So it's just, yeah, I don't know. And I think this is kind of what it comes down to. So the NCAA and, and the institutions, I'm, I'm not going to say really much about the institutions because I'm sure that there are people that fall on different sides of the coin, but mm-hmm. the NCAA has a vested interest in keeping athletes amateurs. Because yeah. it allows them to make sure that they can continue to just get the most revenue and exploit them 
I'll call mm-hmm. it for what it is, exploit them to the greatest degree. Yep. So giving them power in this instance kind of takes away some of the ability to exploit them, which, of course, the NCAA doesn't like. But I think looking at the situation, you have people on one side that are going to be benefited by... Uh, by just the ability to profit off the name, image, and likeness. There are people yeah. that people that support it, and there are people that don't support it. And, of course, there are reasons that it shouldn't be supported and that, you know, there are people that this doesn't really benefit. But it's easier for the NCAA to point at the people that it doesn't benefit and use them as kind of the, the substance to say, see, there are people that are going to, be, going to be mad about this. There are people that aren't really going to see a... Just a general, they're not going to see the benefit that certain athletes see off of this. But I think just looking at the people that benefit their position and trying to point them out does not outweigh just like the far superior argument on the other side. Yeah. So when people talk about just like all of the negatives that are going to come out of, of this particular situation, I don't deny the fact that there are, but look at all the negatives that are in the situation now. Like we not even... Just looking at how how athletes were compensated beforehand and just how certain institutions had to be were penalized for for paying athletes and I'm uh, money for food. Yeah. Basically. Just because for as long as they didn't have a cost of attendance and basically you had your scholarship money, people have to get extra financial aid to actually just be able to live. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. someone was getting paid beyond food, bro. Someone was getting paid beyond food. That's you fine. Know, and you know that. That's perfectly fine. On a man, some of the, some of the benefits was was kind of hey, bro. You know, it was kind of out there. But I mean, you want to be mad about that on one hand, but just not paying them on the other hand is just, is to me is far worse. It's far worse. So having an athlete that is getting compensated under the table and just opening the door for all that other type of stuff to go on versus you know, having a a still regulated industry, but allowing athletes enough to me, that's just just that's just a far superior option. And I don't see how anybody sees it differently, but that's just me. And my biggest thing with it is the schools. A lot of people say that where is this money going to come from? And to me, that is the worst possible argument against name, image, and likeness. Because at the end of the day, these schools don't know what to do with a lot of the money that they bring in. For example, every single year you see a new football stadium and new locker rooms just getting renovated. That is due to all the excess money that these schools have that they can't spend on the students. And so they try to bring in more students with this extra revenue by making these locker rooms look better than a a lot of NFL locker rooms. For the most part, just about all of them at this point, especially the SEC and big schools. And so instead of putting this money in things that these students can use, even though some of it may be, able to help them some of the stuff is just like a studio in a locker room hey bro hey, you just gonna call there's a bunch of them but you you calling that your own school in that i call it bowling alleys in locker rooms slides <laughs> they time out clemson has a slide that the they have in their football facility just because so players don't need a slide bro we can't have fun okay would you rather have money or a slide you either have money in your pocket or a slot. That's what I'm saying, bro. Depends on how much money. It don't, it don't, a lot of these renovations that they are doing would be better if they were going just straight to the kids' pocket instead of putting money around them to make up for the money that you can't give them. With And that's only thing, well, one of the big things that the NCAA are doing right now. And, yeah, 
They're saying you can't give money to the kids directly, but you can spend as much money as you want around them. And yeah, that's that's kind of what I'm talking about in terms of just the the loopholes and the the, the different channels that that money has to get to 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 benefit the players because you can give it. You can have boosters that give it to them illegally, which, you know, that's going to get everybody in trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, you can have players profiting off of their, like, looking at, you know, guys autographing stuff and selling it, which is also going to get them in trouble. Mm-hmm. You can get players profiting off illegally. Or you can have institutions, like you said, just spending ridiculous amounts of money on stuff that is not all that necessary. You know, locker room renovation is necessary to an extent. At a yeah, at a regular yeah. interval. But I mean if you if you if you are getting to renovate something every year because you're exploiting players from, from a revenue standpoint, I just think that there's a better way to find a happy medium in terms of yeah. giving them that money and then having the money for renovation later. Yeah. So looking at because this was this specific question that um, was was asked to me. Looking at the G League and how they're kind of not necessarily soliciting, but they're getting a lot of high school athletes mm-hmm. at this point who are choosing to forego college yeah. rather than playing the one year and going into the draft. Your thoughts on the G League as an alternative to to college basketball? I'm all for it because at the end of the day, I love what the G League is doing. For one, is they're allowing these players to benefit off their name, image, and likeness from the jump. Mm-hmm. Two, they're also paying for if once they go through the league or say they don't make it into the league, they still pay for those kids to go back to college and to the college. I'm not sure exactly all the requirements for like the college that they can go to and how much it can cost, but they still pay for it. It's like the minor leagues. Mm-hmm. And so they give you a certain amount of money in which you can go back and play I mean, go back and go to college and things like that, which is great. Other thing is college basketball and NBA basketball are two completely different styles of play. It's just like NBA versus the EuroLeague are two different styles of play. If you put these players in the G League, you're allowing them to come up in a farm system in which they learn the NBA way to play at an earlier age instead of going to college. Because typically, players that go to college, there's like an adjusting period always. For example... I'm trying to think of someone. Jason Tatum had it to an extent. Um, who else? R.J. Baird struggled his first year in the league. And then he had a pretty good year this year. Um, Kevin Knox never was able to adjust after college. Um, it's just a lot to it. But it'll also allow the NBA to have a better product in which it will be like the Euro Leagues, in which – you get these kids at a younger age and develop them the way that you want to for the skills and things like that. And it'll just allow the NBA to have a better product as well as allow these play, young players to basically get paid. I'm not sure exactly. I think it's a decent salary um, the first couple of years and you get to be around people your age to a certain extent. But I like it. I like to do you league. And I, I like the way that, that it's set up. Because for the longest time, I thought baseball had it right. And if, if I'm not mistaken here, I have to double-check this after we put it out. But the rule in baseball is you can go out of high school, but if you go to college, you have to stay for two years. Mm-hmm. And I think that that, not all, that protects the colleges because you have at least like a good idea as to what you're going to have from one year to the next. Because looking, looking at college basketball and the way it was prior to this, prior to this rule – 
you could expect somebody to be a one and done and be wrong, or you could expect somebody to be there for a longer period of time and then just end up with somebody that goes off for a year and then they're gone. Yeah. So I think that just the it's it was so unpredictable and it really didn't benefit either party in that sense. Because, you know, in some cases you get a guy for a year that you know is going to be a guy for a year. And that that's fine. The the Anthony Davises, the John Walls of the world that were one and done's cool for them. But for guys that, like I said, were expected to stay for a year and ended up staying longer, or guys that didn't expect Harris twins. Yeah, for guys that didn't expect to be ready and ended up being ready after a year, it's just there's so much uncertainty there that I think it really doesn't benefit either yeah. party. I think the way that this G League set up going forward is is going to help is just that it's going to create a lot more security for both sides because you can have a better expectation as to who is going to be there for the foreseeable future if you're a college coach a college institution and if you just want to hoop and you're you're thinking that you're ready to go to the league you can be in the g league and if that doesn't work out you still have money to go back to college afterwards so and the I thing just, about it was that actually wasn't ncaa fault though that was because the NBA changed its rule, the one and done yeah, rule. Yeah, right, right. And so they forced my, okay, you can't come in. I, I think it was like at the age of 18, so you have to wait until you're 19 or something. One year past high school, what it was. Mm-hmm. One year past high school, whether you go to the Euros, leagues, um, or go to college. And so you can't put all – the only one I don't put on the NCAA. I don't, I don't either, and I should, I should have said that at first. But I just think the, the way that – this is set up now. I'm interested to see how it plays out over the next next few years and see if I'm right about this. But I think this is really the best way forward yeah. for the NBA, for the athletes themselves, and for the colleges. One thing the G League will have to do a better job of is marketing, though. Without a doubt. Because the main reason why you're getting these top, basically, that would have been lottery picks if they were able to come straight out. Um, is because they want to make money off their name as well as develop and things like that. And they can still develop, but the G League, people know what it is. They, nobody can, like, watch games like they can in mm-hmm. NCAA games right. and things like that. And so that's one thing they will have to work on to where you can get this product out there some type of way. And that's a great point. Just looking at, like, the draw for guys to go to college and, you know, be the, be the big man on campus for a year. That's still – until the G League finds a way to – market itself to a greater to a greater degree there's still going to be a great incentive to you know be on tv two three times a week uh playing like march madness yeah yeah, yeah. Just be the big man on campus for yeah. a little bit so that's uh it's gonna be interesting to see how that plays out too i just think we have we're in a very interesting time and i'm interested to see how it all plays out i know a couple of g league players who kind of like dropped in like dropped in their draft stock just because the scouts were able to see more of them mm. and so they could like actually gauge where they were compared to just going straight off potential. And when so, you say dropped in draft, you mean become less? Yeah, like I know I can, who was it? I didn't know if you meant like dropped in number of pick expected or dropped in like actual stop. Both. Somebody, it was the like. lesser number of pick one is better than pick five. Okay, so I, okay I didn't mean it like this. Like, so say they were projected a top five pick. Um, went to the G League, I think they dropped to like 10 or 11 or something oh, okay. like that. That's, Just that's because they right. like could see that person more, see them every day, um, compare them against other players that they're looking at and things like that. But Same thing that happens to some people that go overseas, though, as well. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. 
That was a rare segment where we uh we agree on something. So I'm I'm glad we got that you gotta out of the way. You got to agree on that. You got to agree on yeah, that. Yeah, we should we should agree on that. But um we we did a a pretty suggestion heavy episode. I'm glad that we can we can give you this particular suggestion. We had somebody talk about your acting prowess. And I hope to God this was a joke, but I think the words great and acting it might have been good at hold on let me let me make hey, sure, man. Make sure I probably it. amazing honestly let me see i've been acting since a baby man i want to get i want to get these words right i want to get these words right i help if i would load them remember we ain't got all day for this i know we ain't got all day a talented actor is what it was a talented actor how many people can do what i do is that are you bragging in that, or are you just are you trying to slight yourself? Because I don't think a lot of people could do it as poorly as you do. You're right. No, I'm. I t- I told you where I am. You want me to repeat what I am again? Please repeat it, just for the people that didn't hear it the last time. I'm a raw. Denzel Washington and Will Smith. I, I that's just where I am. That's where I am. Someone that hadn't had all the um, acting coaches, things like that, but Raw, Will Smith, Denzel Washington. So what you're saying is you are an acting coach away from being Hollywood ready at this point. Basically. So why don't you just do it? Why don't you forego the law career that's, that's and just not, decide? That's not my calling. Oh, it's not your calling. God don't want me to do that, man. Oh, okay. Well, next time... Next time that I'm in church, I'm going to have to thank God for telling you not to do that. And I think everybody else will do the same. But just, we'll, we'll get off there. I'll, I'll leave you alone. I'll leave you alone there. So, you going you gonna to get the impromptu scene again? Or what? Do I have to come up with, with the got, scenario? Yeah. Or you have to come up with you the scenario? You got to come with it. I, got, I don't got nothing to say. Okay, so last time you You got to do something new. I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying last time you did the hostage negotiator. I, I, didn't, I didn't like that one either. That, that's not my cup of tea. You know, in the description, I'll make sure that if you haven't seen hostage negotiator, I'll tell you where it is. I can't remember which episode. I don't know. But I'll put it in the description. <laughs> so you did hostage negotiator last. I'm trying to think of like a great scene element that you haven't already done. Because we've already seen Daughter's Wedding Day. That was a great one. That was prior to the show. It was prior to the show. Tears. Tears. I need halftime speech, bro. I really do. No. I need half. Why not? Why not? It's been done, man. It's not been done by you. I don't know what to say. We up? Or we up? No, down is the. That's Why can't we be up? You don't need the halftime speech if you up. You just need to keep going. You need. I need the Team USA. That was before. I think that was pregame. The hockey speech. Haven't seen it. I haven't seen it either. That's so, why I keep trying. I, it's a great one though. It's a great one. I know it's great. I ain't never seen the movie. That's what Hollywood say about me. They haven't seen it, but they they know I'm great. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go watch it this week. But so if so if that's not it, what is? What's the what's? Just give me a general area that we need to okay, go no, to see. Okay, you give me that one or something else, and I'll pick out of them two. Okay. Well, see, by, this, you can't you can't give, give me a general me area. Just give me a general area. General area. Um, kind of thing, man. All right, hold on. I got you. You're a what's the surgeon's assistant called? I should know what this is. A surgeon assistant. I don't know. And that what it's called? I don't know what it's called. I should know, but I don't. Okay. <laughs> Doctor Stressing. Doctor Stressing. 
about to do life-saving heart surgery. He's the first person ever to do it. But he's stressing about it, and you got to make him know that he is the one to do this surgery. <laughs> I don't know. First of all, that was a terrible one. I don't know what else to do. Well, I guess we're going to do halftime speech, man. What's the score? What sport? You pick the sport. Okay, what sport? Well, you're, you're a basketball guy, so we'll go, we'll go basketball. Even though you played collegiate football, we'll go basketball. Can I throw jokes in my halftime speech? No, you can't throw it. It's a serious speech. Are you going to do a comedic situation? No, it's going to be, it's going to be serious, bro. I got, I got to throw some slick shots always. Why would you want a joke to a team that's... Johnny, you ain't made a shot all night! Something like that, you know. Yeah. All right, well, you can't look. If you're going to do that, you can't look at me, bro. Cause I'm, Why? You know, good and well, you can't look so at me. So, what's score, man? What's score? Uh, it's halftime. What's what's like, we in the NBA, college, high school, middle school? What is it? What, what, what's your preference? You choose. You, you the director here. NBA coach. Uh, Game seven. Mm. Game seven. Can't be worse than Ty Lue. Why you don't that don't even uh right. not throw my little slick shots. So game seven, NBA coach, y'all are down fifteen. Down at the fifteen. Half. At the half. Fifteen? Yeah, down fifteen. Who am I? Who my gotta give me a couple player names. They don't gotta be real players. Who my star player? Allen. Okay. Um He been having a good game? Sure. So my so the role players are not playing good. Uh, I, he's I, been having an okay. He's um, he's four for ten. That's a terrible game. No, he's man. four for ten with sixteen points. Free throws, trays. He's four for ten from the field. Okay. Everybody is playing at like a mediocre. You can tell the people they, they don't have that fire under. You can tell the people are tight. People got the nerves. People got the nerves because it's game seven. At the other at the other team crib. Young team, they ain't been there before. All right, give me give me a second to get in character. Oh, no, that's easy. <sighs> I think it's oh man, Brian, don't look at me, bro. Please don't look. I can't look at you. No, no you, I, well, I mean you can, but I'm. So is this just like what, what type of acting is it like full body acting, or is it just talking acting? Full body. No, I ain't gonna do full body, but I do a little bit of hand gestures and whatnot, body oh, language. Sure. All right. You, you tell me to go. All right. And marker. Come on, bro. I don't know what they say on set. What did they say on <laughs> why set? would they say and marker? That, they don't do the little. The you thing. said, why would they say marker? That's the that's the thing. That's what they do. They're telling you that they, they say the action. action. The director says action. I'm the dude with the clip thing. Okay, I'll say, all right. No, I'm, I'm done. done. I'm, I'm, I'm starting. No, I'll, I'll, I'll be the director. I'll pull, I'm done. I'll I'm pull out the Steven Spielberg. I'm starting. I'll pull out the Steven. I'll, I'll, I'll say action. I'll say action. I'll say action. We have done. It's been okay. eight minutes. Let's go. Let's go, man. They've turned it off by now. Let's go, man. Let's go. And action. Guys. 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 Hey. We've worked all year for this. Remember those days in the summer? What did we say we were going to do? We prayed for these days. We prayed for these days. Game seven, on the road. Allen, I need more. Johnny, 
I don't know what you've been doing. I don't know where you went last night, but I need more. We are better than this as a team. They're not better than us. They're just playing harder. Guys, imagine if I would have told you three months ago that we were in this situation. Would you have believed us? Would you have believed me? Would you, down 15, in game seven, would you have believed me? No, coach. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Come on, bro. Keep it going. Get back in the cave. Get back in the cave. I'm done. I'm done. But, guys, we're not out of this. You see little Franklin over there? He's just sitting in the corner. Someone get up in his chest. We have this ball game. Guys, I, I don't know what it is. I've been praying. I prayed all night about this. I knew something like this was going to happen. I knew we were going to come out behind. But you know what happens in these type of games? Someone's got to win. Someone has to give that extra 110%. Someone has to make a play. Someone has to win the ball game. And so I have one thing to ask you. Are we going to be that someone that makes that play? Are we going to be that someone that makes that shot? Are we going to be that someone that dives on the floor, gives that extra 110%? Are we going to be the someone that wins this game? Or are we going to be that someone that said, oh, coach, I wish I would have did this. Because I know I'm going to go back home. I'm going to go back home to my wife saying I gave it my all. I gave it my all from day one to day 274. I gave it my all. And I know the same thing with y'all. Y'all want to be able to say the same thing. All I got to say is you give me your all, we'll win this ball game. We will win this ball game. Say it with me, everybody. We will win this ball game. That's it, man. That's it. That's it. Oh, my gosh. Oh. I felt that one, man. I, I felt it. I felt something. But, hey, that was, that was a spirited and, and just a passionate performance, man. That was, a, that was a spirited and passionate performance. I liked it, man. See, I got the positivity off. So I'm, Someone, man. <laughs> I'm glad that we that we could we could end the show like that. Uh, yeah, y'all let me know what y'all want Demonte to do next week. He owe me one. He owe me one. So y'all let me know if y'all want him do freestyling. Y'all want him don't to sing that. acapella like he loved doing. Don't do that. Just let me know. Don't Give me that. some ideas. Don't do that. But uh, yeah, that's about all we got for uh, today. We appreciate y'all for rocking with us. Wherever you rocking with us, uh, you got anything else for the people? Be that someone. Be that someone. But shout out to Show Thief. He going to play us out. We appreciate y'all. Also, don't forget to let us know about what y'all want Demonte to do next week. But like, comment, subscribe. Have a nice one. Peace. Still talk. Ooh, 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 ooh.
over to whoever hold me down. When I see my people going through it, I put the blame on me. And I see my homie lose his mind, but I gave him his first taste of lean. I ain't gonna lie, that really hurt me. But I had to close the curtains. And one thing I learned on Lion King is everybody gotta eat. Never tell a party, let me get a whole piece. And all little homie can't get that for me. You play football, you gotta fight through. You're supposed to see you on the TV. And I said, that's true, and I'm gonna do it. But I really gotta make something happen. And I probably could have asked my family for something. But instead, I started hitting leaks with daddy. I ain't gonna lie, that turned me to a savage. Really living life like a bandit. And then Murph told me, keep your head on, man. Don't do nothing reckless. But now I'm older now. I'm a grown man. Go to church every Sunday. I'm a praying man. You ain't gonna never see me fall. I'm always standing. One thing I do is stick to the plan.